0: My name is Gavin Duchin, and we're going to be talking about how developers in fighting games try to balance the game out and cover some examples of characters that might be too overpowered or too weak. We will discuss the reason why some balance changes may make, can make or break the game. In fighting games like Street Fighter or Mortal Kombat, balance is key to keeping a game alive, especially in modern day. Old fighting games in the 90s didn't really give too much care about balance. Since there wasn't as much of an incentive to actually compete back then in niche arcade places. However, as fighting games grew more worldwide, people started to care more about balance. People want things to be more fair and started banning certain characters that were considered too powerful. One of these examples is the infamous Meta Knight in Super Smash Bros. Brawl. Meta Knight played a different game unlike the rest of the cast. He had 9 jumps, can camp until the timer runs out with his up special, basically has infinite recovery, has really easy comforts, and so much more that he would be another podcast if I named everything he had. My point being is that he was strong for the game. The Brawl meta was literally based on how well you would do against Meta Knight, which isn't a good sign for a balanced game. In Sakurai's recent iteration of Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, Steve was also a contender for many people discussing whether he should be banned or not. His combos can easily net up 80% from scratch and call Wall You Out from recovering on the stage with his Minecraft box, he basically has no risk and all reward when it comes to his gameplay, and worst of all, he has a game-breaking exploit that puts the nail in the coffin for his ban. You might be thinking that banning characters or moves will just fix the game with that problem, but that really isn't the case. It can create a domino effect of players banning characters on them and just having a really annoying move that really isn't game-breaking. Many fighting companies, however, try to come up with a solution of buffing every character in order to make the game more balanced. While that is a decent solution, it definitely isn't perfect. Some fighting games like Dragon Ball Fighter Z still has a character that is still extremely powerful and top one of the game, aka Labcoat. There are also certain characters that become too weak because of that method. This is called power creep. So if you don't really understand what it is, imagine it like this: you're the best of your friend group in terms of athletical skill. However, as the years pass by. And your friends get better and better at what they do athletically you still are stuck at the same level not really improving at all sure you might have some athletic skill and you're still good from where you started but compared to your friends it's practically nothing this is what happens to characters like yamcha from Dragon Ball fire z His character used to dominate the meta solely because of assist it has blocks in range and really fast however The assists soon became a little more irrelevant when similar assists got added to the game that are fundamentally better than Yamcha. Yamcha's downfall began when they gave him a single nerf with the- Whilst a lot of other characters got a great amount of buffs in Season 3 patch for Dragon Ball Fire Z, he's seen as one of the worst characters in the game right now, which is due to the power creep I mentioned. Although, in the modern day, fighting games are always going through rebalancing where some characters are stronger and weaker at times. Fans of the genre, however, will always root for their favorite characters regardless and keep on playing their fighting games as long as it's fun and has substance to it.